0: Welcome to the Vince Del Monte podcast show where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. All right, so here we are. Uh, It's okay to scramble, but it's not okay to gamble. We want to welcome you back to the Vince Del Monte podcast show here once again with Corby Waters. We've been knocking out uh, some mini episodes here. hope you've been enjoying them. Uh, I did say I was going to get you some stats before we dive into the biggest mistake in 2021. And uh, Corbs, this is like so, so important for people to listen to and really take to heart or else they could just essentially waste another year and be right where they are right now in 12 months from now or even behind. Um, So this past month, we've got an extra 7,438 subscribers and we've had an extra 14,873 downloads. Uh, So our Vince Lamonte podcast is growing pretty, pretty cool. And um, today we're going to talk about uh, something that came up in our last virtual mastermind. Uh, before we get there, thank you everybody uh, for the extra downloads, uh, for the listens, for the shares, whatever you're doing to support this podcast. You're amazing. Uh, you really are really appreciate your support. So keep it up. I uh, will keep showing up regardless whether you support us or not we'll find people who find value in this content. So if you're not, that's totally cool. But if you're here, I trust you're getting a lot from it. I hope it's being received well. So uh, we really just like entering the conversations going on in our students' minds. Uh, That's kind of an insight for anybody listening who's a content creator, a coach. Those are typically going to be your best uh, pieces of content because like they're talking to us about this right now so what's showing up for us is people are doing a lot of scrambling uh sorry people are doing a lot of gambling uh so what what's this all about corby what does it mean to gamble versus scramble why is it wrong to gamble what's what why is it okay to scramble where this all come from
1: um well i I like to watch fighting so when you watch brazilian jiu-jitsu you'll see a scramble a lot of times Mm -hmm. and then every once in a while somebody will do something, let's call it stupid, and they'll gamble. And the next thing you know, they're getting choked out and the fight's over. I'm like, what happened there? Like, he gambled instead of staying with the scramble. So in business, the same thing happens. When you scramble, you're scrambling in a structured environment so you know what's going to happen. So you know, like the C4 method, you know you're going to have what? Content. You know you're going to be scrambling with trying to get more conversations. You know you're going to be scrambling to get more calls. And if you do that right, you get the scramble to scramble to make more cash in terms of you know serving your customer. But if you don't do if you if you have a structure to do those in, you can hustle and work hard and make that work. Mm-hmm. But if you're out there gambling, buying this course this month, that course next month, the next course the next month, the next course the next month, you know, um some some guy I know, like really wise old guy named Vince said one time, focus, follow one course until successful. Um if you follow the like the one thing and then work through the whole entire system and you mm-hmm. scramble within the structure, you you got coaches who can say, "Hey Vince, don't don't give up your back." Hey, he's trying to grab your arm and lock it. Watch out for that chokehold. He's about to mm-hmm. do this. But if you just find one course, by the time you learn their system, you're onto the new system. You can't continue to learn new systems mm-hmm. over and over and over again because eventually, too many systems lead to what system failure.
0: <laughs> system, <yeah. laughs> system failure system breakdown yeah it's uh yeah yeah it's it's like trying to implement multiple training styles at once you know it's like trying to implement high reps low reps rest pause cluster sets omni sets constant tension time sets you're doing all these different styles of training you have to understand that you build your body in phases
1: absolutely so Six. i would say i've never seen a powerlifting triathlon. triathlete
0: <laughs> yeah right they, they may have had a season where mm-hmm. they were a power lifter then there could have been a season they were a bodybuilder then there could have been a season they were a triathlete yeah but they're not doing them all at once my definition of multitasking is doing multiple things poorly at the same time i like that so that's a good one right so <laughs> When you're bouncing from course to course, like where is this rooted? Like at the end of the day, we all want fast results. Let's, I'll be the first to admit, I don't want slow results. If they could come faster, I'd love for them to come faster. But unfortunately, that typically uh, isn't how things work. If it was easy, everybody would do it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So it's interesting in the Navy and they have this this term called SOS you know, save our ship or save ourselves or whatever you want to call it. So for you, let's think of it as everybody listening, save yourself. Hmm. You can save yourself from a lot of grief. If you use the SOS method, you avoid it, which is the shiny object syndrome. If you don't always look out there for something that's shiny, that's SOS, by the way, there's SOS shiny object syndrome. So, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. that's really good. so if, if you not out there, Always SOSing, you won't have to save yourself because you can save yourself from yourself by not always looking at the next shiny things.
0: Oh, that's so freaking awesome!
1: Uh, right. some, some some genius once said David was okay until he looked twice, then he was in trouble. So right, even he got shiny-eyed syndrome. He had everything he wanted. So right, you're talking got about David you right
0: now, and he had uh yeah he um uh, he had adultery with uh with Bathsheba. That's what yeah. you're talking about, right? Yeah, holy yeah. jeez.
1: So, um, you know, shiny
0: the, second, the first look, hey, here's a good one. This is, this is actually from, uh, you know, from Christian books on, you know, how to bounce your eyes, you know, how to maintain, how to, how to, uh, how to manage lust. And it's first look is innocent. Second look is a sin. <laughs> so, oh, wow. hey, right, you can't control the ads that are coming up on your feed, right? It's like, Oh, that looks like, a, you know, there's a new ad, but if you take a second look at it, then a third look and a four look, then yeah, you're to blame. Right, You can't control beautiful woman, you know, crossing your path in the gym, but you can control if you take that double look. So <laughs> it's the same thing in business. You got to control the double look. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I, control I love that.
0: <laughs> it's the second look. It's the third look that gets you into trouble mm-hmm. because now you're starting to wonder, hey, what's wrong with maybe my maybe the grass is greener over there right and may, oh wow look her legs are longer oh her butt's rounder ooh wow oh sh- look at the glisten in her eyes oh her hair's you know oh my goodness you know so next thing you know you fail to see what you have got right in front of you a beautiful woman that's got everything but you're just kind of curious and the curiosity killed the cat
1: yeah i always say some people give up everything
0: to get nothing oh wow it's true right they give up everything to get cuz they wonder maybe it's a little better And again, what we're focusing on is what we can control because what you focus on grows, right? This goes for all areas of your life. You focus on your macros, your body will change uh, because you optimize your hormones. You focus on every single rep in the gym, every single set in the gym, your body will get thicker. It'll get stronger. It'll look harder. It'll get more shapely, right? In business, you just focus on the thing that's right in front of you. If your coach told you to focus on content, focus on freaking content. If your coach told you to focus on your sales system, focus on your dang sales system. And stop joining other people's freaking courses when you haven't even implemented what you've already invested into. Stop wondering what you're missing out on and focus on what you have right in freaking in front of you.
1: Yeah. Uh what you focus on expands like you say, right? So they they if you're looking left and right, it's going to be hard to focus. And like one of the things I used to like to go to is a uh, horse racing and uh i did in bet. i just i like to watch the athletes but it's interesting that on the horse they literally have blinders on the horse to hmm. keep them focused because the horse gets distracted very easily so in their race if you ever watch that horse race kentucky derby or something notice very closely on their eyes it's it's like this huh. because we don't want them to get get confused right and when they don't have those blinders on they get distracted because the other horses running so fast and close to them They want to look first and then next thing you know, they're out of the race. So I always tell people, focus on your race, focus on where you're going, focus on what you're trying to do. You can't look left and look right because their set of circumstances could be different than yours. Yeah. And until you have the same circumstances and everything is the same, then you can compare yourself, but everybody has their own journey, you know? So you can't focus on what everybody else is doing. Just focus on your own race.
0: Yeah. Such a great pitcher. I love it. Right. It's okay to kind of be aware of where the other runners are in the race when you're running around the track, right? But you're not turning your le- you're not turning your whole freaking head. If you keep turning your head, Corby, if you're going like this, you're gonna run off the track. Yeah. It's okay no when you're running, you can peripheral vision. It's okay to kind of be aware, mm-hmm. but you can't let it tell you can't let the other runners tell you how to run. Because you know our coach always taught us this this is an interesting one to wrap up with here so you know i raced 10 kilometers in a university that was the um standard race distance ten thousand meters and our coach used to always tell us the race starts at the halfway mark the race starts at the halfway mark so what are you what are you doing in the first 5k you're just coasting you're just hanging in there but you get all these ambitious guys who surge to the front because they want their moment of fame uh, You know, to be in the front of the pack in the first two, three kilometers of the race, and it's always funny because you're like certain guys. They are, they have this tendency to charge. They get to the front. And you're like, oh, look who's up front! Look who's up front today! Oh, look who's charging! And then, and then there's the the guys who end up winning the races. They're like they're a couple guys back. They're kind of there's this guy's name's Reed Colsat I got to talk about Reed. Reed Colsat was one of the top runners. He's he's my age. We're born in 1979. And he's actually getting ready for the next Olympics. He's still running, he's a marathoner now, one of the top Canadian runners. And I remember Reed, uh, what a picture this is going to be. I remember Reed in all the national championship races. He would always be this is the guy who would end up winning all these national championship races. That he was always like 10, 15 guys back in the first five, five, six, seven K of the race. Like he was close to the front, but he wasn't in front. And Reed was known for always, he was like laughing through the race. Like he'd be talking to other guys in the race where I'd be in the race and I would be so tense and I would be like so stressed. My body was like just in the like the, the, the hurt of the race. And this guy's laughing. He's joking around. And I'm like, how is Reed so relaxed? How's he so relaxed? Because he knew the race doesn't start until you're at the halfway mark. And he wouldn't make his move until the later stages of the race because he, wow. oh my goodness it gives me goosebumps thinking about the way that he raced and he'd always you know he'd always have like be in touch with where the leaders were but he didn't have to have his fame being out in front and i think a lot of people you know they want to be okay like, hey, look at me i'm an entrepreneur too and they get too caught up in having a good month they get too caught up in having a couple good months why don't we focus on actually building a real business that can serve your family forever and take this gun away from your head to win the championship meet in your very first race. Reed wasn't a championship runner right out of the gate. Actually, I think I beat him in one race in high school. Uh, this is my claim to fame in grade 11, Chicopee ski hill, and then never beat him ever again. The rest of my life, uh, Chica- <laughs> ski hill. Chicopee ski, uh, yeah, We raced at ski hills back in high school, Corbs. Um, uh, so, what a name! yeah chickpea yeah so anyways um i just think of that picture of you know not bouncing from course to course and just understanding this is a marathon this isn't a sprint give yourself the time you need to invest into all of these skill sets that will give you something that can actually take care of you we're looking at a house uh I feel like I should put this down here say this because uh, we're probably going to book a home today in Florida. It's $40,000 for the month. Um, I would have never thought about investing $40,000 to just rent a home for four weeks with my family and a few more families because Toronto's crazy, right? Ontario's crazy right now with lockdowns, Florida's wide open. I got to get my kids out of here. My kids aren't going to school. We can do every, all the zoom stuff. So, We need to get the heck out of here and get into an environment where I can, you know, continue to function at a, at a higher level. So I'm changing my environment, but in order to change my environment, I need those funds. I would have, you know, our typical trips down to Florida, this isn't, this is going to be a a nice leap this year. (laughs) And we were looking at flying private as well. So for, for one way, private $17,000 for a two two hour flight now I've read up on air Canada, kids under the age of two don't need to wear masks. And if a kid is having a heart issue with wearing the mask under the age of six, they don't enforce it. This is on the Air Canada website. So hopefully uh, I don't end up on the front page of the of the news um, in the next couple of days. But uh, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. I think we can fly with Air Canada and we might not have to fly private to get to Florida. Well, the reason I'm sharing this is because I've been playing the long game and sure some of my friends were flying private jets years and years ago and were doing these kind of things years and years ago but i focused on my race i focused on my race i've got these options now i wasn't in a position to broker jets and buy you know rent expensive homes years and years ago i could have but it would have been way way too tight now we can do it comfortably because we you know all i'm saying guys is pl- if you play the long game you'll have you'll have the freedom you want but if you're trying to get this all overnight by skipping steps and you're comparing yourself to people who've been in this game for 10 plus years or, you know, have different things going on, like you just can't compare. It doesn't help you. It, it, you can be aware, but I think I've rifted on this enough.
1: Well, Vince, look at it this way, right?
0: First, you have to be
1: awake mm-hmm. to the possibilities of what what you can do. So that's the first part of it, right? Like when, when, you're, when you're running, you have to be awake, got to know what's going on. The next thing you need to do is you you need to be aware of what's what competitions out there, what's actually going on. So you can get a a pulse on the understanding. But the key is don't be in awe of what somebody else is doing.
0: Hmm.
1: So first, you got to be awake. Then you got to be aware, but never be in awe of somebody else because their circumstances are different. You know, um, there's this old song that my mom and I always used to sing. It's called uh, what God has for me. It is for me. It's not for you. It's just for me. So I worry about my race and what what my blessings are going to be, and how I can help other people with what I'm blessed with. So, yeah. So be awake, be aware, but don't be in awe of others. And if you do that, you're going to be way more successful long term because you'll build a life that's comfortable for you, and not for the you know for people out here who don't matter long term. I love it. Not not uh, not status, but for significance.
0: Yeah. So I've learned. Um- when someone takes the top, you don't try and go over the top. So we're going to wind down right there. Corby, thanks so much. <laughs> that was epic. Uh, be awake, be aware, but don't be in awe of others. Uh, the title of this podcast here today was: It's okay to scramble, but it's not okay to gamble. So don't gamble your future off of uh, you know quick fixes, uh, you know big shiny promises. Uh, focus on building a business that will last. Take, give it the time it needs, play the long game, stop trying to get rich quick overnight, and uh, you'll make it. You'll be one of the few people in this industry that make it. We don't want you to survive and just get by and make a few couple bucks. We want you to become lit. That's my vision for you in 2021, to become a leader, uh, to be a leader of men, to become a leader of women. I want you to impact. I want you to shift someone's life. I want you to help them have a life-changing transformation inside and outside of the gym. That's my vision for you. Uh, We're on a mission to help 320 students. Uh, We're well past 200 members right now by uh, the end of March. Um, We're very, very clear on how many people we want to help. We want to help a thousand members inside the seven-figure mastermind by the end of 2022. Uh, If you are ready right now, To start, scale, or grow your online fitness business, let's set up a call, and we'd be happy to answer any of your questions. Just go to callwithvince.ca, and you can find out about the world's number one fitness business coaching program. Uh, You'll find out why we are the best, why our members say we're the best. Um, We say that because a lot of members go to other people's groups, try them out, and they come back. (laughs) They they get red shiny object syndrome, and they're curious, and they're like, "Ah, I should have just listened to you guys. So, uh, you know, you got to run your race and figure that stuff out on your own. But if you want to go to school and other people's, uh, you know, curiosity, uh, we're, we were here waiting for you. We just want to help you. All right. So if you think that we might be able to help you, send us a, a fill out our application at call do that right, right now. And, uh, it'll be the best decision you've ever made. All right, Corby, you're the man. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, we'll talk to you all super soon.